Welcome to No Sugar Coats. I'm Stacey Galvin, a registered dietitian since 2010 and health writer since 2011, who left social media from frustration with the endless wave of health misinformation online. No Sugar Coats provides a no-nonsense approach to the health and nutrition topics that face us most, a fear-free zone to learn about the real facts when it comes to creating your healthiest self in just 10 minutes each week. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the pillars of health, healthy movement. Let's get started. When you think of healthy movement, you may picture sweat dripping off your forehead while running on a treadmill or lifting a heavy barbell. And although these forms of exercise are great, they're not ideal for everyone to engage in, depending on your health background. Besides the fact that if you feel like this type of exercise is the only way to get fit and you've never done an exercise routine before, then you might be discouraged to even begin any exercise routine for fear of failure. If you can relate to this, then keep listening to learn more about healthy movement and how you can find the form of movement that works best for you to help you reach optimal health. Common guidelines say that you should engage in 150 minutes of moderate exercise each week for optimal health. But what does this really mean? You may hear 150 minutes and say to yourself, I don't have time for 150 minutes of exercise. I barely have time to sleep. But if you break it down into five days a week, then it's just 30 minutes a day. This in itself may sound intimidating, since time for self-care can be scarce, especially if you have a full-time job or two and are caring for others. The thing to remember, though, is that these 30 minutes don't have to be at the gym. Moderate movement is movement that makes your breathing quicken, but you're not out of breath, where you lightly sweat after 10 minutes, and where you can talk to someone but can't sing. I'm sure many of us can describe such occurrences after cleaning the house, running to the store, or working in your yard. If you engage in such activities regularly, then you probably meet at least half of your optimal healthy movement already. Now you just have to fill in the gaps with other healthy movement. When I was in graduate school, I enjoyed running, and I spent a few years working as a personal trainer part-time to help prepare myself for working with clients when I became a dietitian. Through this experience, I learned that there are many barriers to healthy movement, of which injuries, time, and confidence were the most common. That's why it's important to start with basic movements and short bouts throughout the day to help you start building a safe and practical routine that you can turn into a habit. And if you do have an injury, be sure to talk with a physical therapist or doctor for clearance before starting any new exercises. A great place to start is by walking more, if you're able. Walking can help reduce risk of age-related diseases such as cognitive impairment and dementia, help improve mobility by strengthening muscles, and can also reduce risk of heart disease and diabetes. A 2023 study shows that walking can significantly reduce one's risk of developing type 2 diabetes. The most benefit was seen at speeds of 24 minutes per mile or faster. Besides physical health risk, walking can also help improve mental health. See how the pillars are connected? Studies show that 30 to 40 minutes of physical activity each day for 3 to 5 days a week show the most beneficial impact on anxiety and depression. And a study that came out just this year reports that unlike the previous recommendation of 10,000 steps daily for reduced health risk, researchers found that just 4,000 steps daily is enough to help significantly reduce your mortality risk. In other words, just 3,867 steps per day is enough to reduce your risk of death for most chronic diseases. And just 2,337 steps daily on average is enough to help reduce your heart health mortality risk. Of course, the more steps, the better. But this study shows that even if you're at the beginning of your health journey and you can't walk a whole lot, 
you can still reap health benefits with every step. Since it would be difficult to count each of our steps throughout the day, a pedometer on a fitness watch or phone can help you keep track of your steps. You don't need a fancy version of these devices. See the references for some low-cost pedometer options. And not only can every step reduce your health risk, but a 2022 review of various studies shows that walking can help reduce healthcare costs over time, which in turn can save us money and reduce the stress associated with such costs. A win-win, I might say. You can gain even more benefits from walking when you add strength resistance. Whether you lift light hand weights, use resistance bands, work out on strength training machines at the gym, or use your own body weight for resistance when doing push-ups, plank, or squats, for example, resistance training can help strengthen bones and muscles to improve mobility and keep you independent and healthy well into your golden years. A 2023 study found that when those with type 2 diabetes added strength resistance exercises to their weekly healthy movement routine, they helped further reduce the risk of sarcopenia, or low muscle mass. Another study shows that regular strength training can help improve knee health in those with knee osteoarthritis. Those who engage in regular resistance training tend to live longer, according to a 2023 study, and such benefits can be reaped with only two days a week of such exercises with 8 to 12 repetitions per muscle group each day. If you're not sure where to start, it can help to visit your local community center or fitness center to ask an exercise specialist or personal trainer about the correct form and routine for your health goals. Besides strength, healthy movement can also help improve balance, posture, and mental health in the form of Tai Chi and yoga, for example. A 2023 study shows that regular Tai Chi exercise, about 60 minutes for at least two times weekly, can help improve cognitive function in older adults with type 2 diabetes and mild cognitive impairment when done for about six months. Tai Chi has also shown the ability to reduce depression risk and to help improve the gait and posture in those with walking or balance issues, such as those with Parkinson's disease, chronic stroke, or history of falling. And let's not forget the heart health benefits of Tai Chi. A 2023 meta-analysis of studies shows that regular Tai Chi can help improve blood pressure and cholesterol levels if done on a regular basis for more than 12 weeks. Tai Chi, like any healthy movement, will increase in its benefit to your health as you increase the time and frequency you engage in it but two times weekly for about 60 minutes is the suggested frequency for a significant health benefit to body and mind. You can access Tai Chi classes on your computer or smartphone or attend them at your local community center. See the caption of this episode for Tai Chi resources. While Tai Chi can help with brain health and mobility, yoga can help with well-being and reducing chronic disease risk. A 2023 study shows that 45 minutes of yoga a day, broken up into three-minute intervals every 30 minutes, can help significantly lower blood glucose levels in healthy individuals. Another study shows that regular yoga exercise can actually change the structures of the brain in a positive manner to help reduce risk of age-related or neurodegenerative decline. Regular yoga has also shown reductions in blood lipids, including cholesterol, as well as reductions in blood pressure when done on a regular basis. Free yoga classes and other resources are listed in the caption to this episode. So as you can see, there are plenty of ways to engage in healthy movement, one or more of which can fit into your daily and weekly routine to help you achieve optimal health. Besides the ones listed, dancing, team sports, swimming, water aerobics, gardening, or group exercise classes, among other things, are other ways you can add healthy movement into your routine. Thank you for listening to this week's No Sugar Coats. If 
you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on filling your brain with more real and quick healthy tips. And always check the podcast captions for links to the references cited in each episode. Next week's episode, we'll talk more about the third pillar of health, mental health management. May your week be filled with balanced goodness of body and mind. Stay real, be kind, talk soon.